This is the Transforming Destinies broadcast of the Christ Chapel Ministries International. Ministering is Reverend James Hanson Saki, the senior pastor and author of the life-transforming book, Doing the Master's Will. Reverend James is a prolific preacher of the Word of God with a profound apostolic and prophetic mandate to set in order the things that are out of order in the church with emphasis on evangelism, prayer, righteousness, discipline and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The ministry is committed to raising and establishing model New Testament Christians who know their place in God. It is our prayer that the Lord will minister to your individual needs through this message. Now, sit back and listen to Reverend James Hanson Saki as he ministers the undiluted Word of God with a special unction. May the Lord continue to enlighten you. Hello and welcome to the Transforming Destinies broadcast of the Christ Chapel Ministries. I'm Reverend James Hanson Saki and I'm glad to come your way today to your living rooms with the Word of the Living God. Uh, today I want to continue with the continuation of my broadcast series on the effects of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. Our key scripture, as we have already looked at, is in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 18. Ephesians 5, 18, and it says that be not drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. And we have established the fact that being filled with the Spirit is not just limited to speaking in tongues, but that when the Spirit of Almighty God comes into the life of the Christian, it's supposed to effect changes in your life. We have seen that it will draw you to a place of prayer. It will cause you to have character and behavioral changes. It has got the ability to cause you to walk in forgiveness. And today, as I treat this fourth part of the series, I want you to understand that the Spirit of God will also lead you into the Word of God. The Spirit of God will guide you into the Word of God. The Spirit of God will compel you to read the Word, study the Word, practice the word and obey the word of God. So it's not just enough to have the spirit in you and just to walk about. There are many people who really wanted to study the word of God, but they just cannot do it. This, this day I came to announce to you that the spirit of God will enable you to have the word study the word. He will create the necessary desire in you for the word of God. The Bible says it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So the desire to study the word of God is not anything that will just happen to you naturally. It is going to be by the influence of the spirit of God. It is very important that Every Christian must have a daily Bible reading life, Bible study life, and Bible practice life. You must be able to fundamentally practice biblical principles in the context of the word of God. But you see, you just can't do this on your own, except the spirit of God leads you. I have come to see that many people say that they believe the Bible and start to say they have never read the Bible cover to cover. How can you say that you believe God's word? the Bible, and you have not read it cover to cover. By church, I came to announce to you the Spirit of God will help you to do that. Now, let's do one more check in the scriptures. And today, my word is coming to you from Ezekiel 36, verse 27. Ezekiel 36, 27. The word of God 
you can only find yourself studying it, reading it, and practicing it under the supervision and influence of the Holy Spirit. So let's turn our Bibles to Ezekiel or Ezekiel 36 and verse number 27. Ezekiel 36, 27. And the Bible says, God speaking, maybe let's take it from verse 24. He said, for I will take you from among the nations together and gather you out of all countries and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. And I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from your idols. Now, these are figurative expressions depicting our salvation. The Bible says we are saved by the washing of water by the word. So when it says, I will wash you with clean water, he's talking about the word coming into your life that will lead to your regeneration and your salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. And when that had been done, look at it. Verse 26, he says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And that is the spirit of God coming into us. And I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And then verse 27 says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. He said that when you have been washed and you have been saved by the word. The Bible told us in Peter that it is the word of God. We are saved by the word of God. He said being redeemed or being born again by the incorruptible word of God. So the word of God gives birth to us. And we've understood also that the Bible says we are saved by the washing of water by the word. So the word of God is the key to our salvation. And when we have been saved, he said in verse 26 of Ezekiel 36, he said, I'll put a new spirit within you. That is your spirit man, the, the real you will be born again. Of course, you can never say something has been born again, except that thing used to live and now was dead some time ago and now is alive through the spirit of God. So when we get born again, God said, I'll put a new spirit within you. Then he moved on further and said, and I will put my spirit within you. For what purpose? I will put my spirit within you and my spirit will cause you to walk in my statutes. Statutes are the rules, the laws, the ground rules of the kingdom of God. This is the word of God. And he says, and I will cause you, my spirit will cause you to walk in my statutes and my spirit will cause you to keep my judgments and you shall do them. So ladies and gentlemen, it takes the spirit of God to cause us to do the will of God. It takes the spirit of God to cause us to study the word of God. You can't study the word on your own except by the influence of the Holy Spirit. So when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to submit yourself to the Holy Spirit and say to the spirit of God, help me to know God's word today. Help me, lead me to study the word of God. Help me to practice the word of God because it is not by might. It is not by power. It is by the influence of the spirit of God. Now, let us take another scripture to buttress this point further. And that we can find in the book of John, John chapter 16, John 16 and verse number 13, John 16, 13, Jesus speaking, he said, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, 
He will guide you into all truth. The Spirit of God has another function in the life of the Christian. He guides into all truth. Now, the word guide is important for us to define. A guide is someone that leads you into unfamiliar territory and explain things to you till they become familiar to you. A guide leads you into areas you don't know and shows you things that you are not aware of. A guide knows well about a place and takes you there. And so the Bible says that when the Spirit of God comes upon us, the Spirit of God is also known as the Spirit of Truth. And the Spirit of Truth, the Bible says, He will guide the Christian, He will guide the believer into all the truth of the Word of God. Now, the truth, what is the truth? John 17, 17, let's read that one. John 17, 17 says that, He says, sanctify them by your truth. For your word is truth. So the word of God is truth. Now we are told by Jesus in John 16, 13, that when the spirit of God comes into the life of the believer, he will guide you into all the truth. Now we've now established that the word of God is truth. Now, let's even take it further. Let's take it further. The Bible says in John 1, 1, that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and that word was God. Then the verse 2, the Bible says, and all things were made by him and for him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him is life and this life is the light of man. Now, if we go further, we see that that life, that word was personified, that word was the Lord Jesus himself. Now the Bible says that he is the word. In the beginning was the word and that word was God. And then we have now come to see that the word of God is also known as truth. And then therefore John 16, 13 makes more sense when Jesus says, when the spirit of God comes into the life of the Christian, the spirit of God will guide you into all truth. He will create the necessary desire and interest for you to be led into the truth, which is the word of God. The word of God is truth. The word of God is the truth. And you see, the spirit of God is needed to guide you there. I've met many who say, pastor, I really want to study the word. When I open the Bible, I feel sleepy. I don't understand anything in the Bible. I just came to announce you, you need to do one more thing. Before you take your Bible, I want you to pray. You need to speak to God and say, Jesus, you said in your word that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide me into all truth. And therefore, I pray, let the Holy Spirit guide me into the truth of the word. And I promise you, the Spirit of God is more than willing to guide you. The reason why you need his guidance is that he's the author of the word of God. The Bible says no scripture is written by anybody's personal human interpretation or inspiration, but all scripture was breathed or inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now, because he's the author of the word of God, he's the best person to expose you to things in the word. And this is what I just came to announce to you, that when we get filled with the spirit of God, apart from speaking in tongues, the next thing that the spirit of God will do in your life is that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all the truth of the word of God. If you have not been able to study the word on your own, it's a dangerous thing. 
Because the Bible says in Colossians chapter 3. Let's read Colossians 3 today. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 16. It says, let the word of God. You must let that word. But before you let that word, you must submit yourself under the leadership of the Holy Spirit so that the word of God will dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. So the Bible is clear here that we need to be filled with the word of God because when you have the word of God, you can overcome a lot of things. You need the word of God in your spiritual life. You need the word of God in your prayer life. One of the effective ways to pray is to pray out the word of God. But you see, you can't pray out the word of God when you don't know the word of God. And that is why the Bible says when the spirit of God comes into our lives, he will guide us into all truth. He will cause you to obey the instructions of the Lord. That means the Holy Ghost has got a lot of responsibilities. His job descriptions are numerous. And as far as what we are talking about today is concerned, that the Spirit of God guides you to obey God's word, leads you to study God's word, and leads you to practice God's word. Because that is what our key scripture today says in Ezekiel 36. It says, I will put my spirit within you and my spirit will cause you to obey my statutes. So if we are born again, we need the word. But you see, your Christian life cannot be solid without a foundation of the word. There are many who hear the word, but they just can't practice it. Today, I just came to let you know that when you release yourself to the Holy Spirit and you allow him to lead you into the truth, you will know the truth of the word of God. One of the reasons why you need to know the truth and to study the truth and to practice the truth is that the truth, which is God's word, will help you to overcome temptations. The Bible says, David said, he said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You cannot sin against God when you have the word of God in your heart. When you don't have the word of God richly in you, you can easily sin against God. And the more you continue to sin, the more you rob yourself of the spiritual position and ranking that you are called to occupy. The authority, the dominion, and everything that you need to exercise, the foundation is a holy life. But you see, you cannot live a holy life until you first go into the word of God. Today, I just came to stir you up that you can study God's word with the aid of the Holy Spirit, with the inspiration of the Spirit of God. And you see, when we know God's word, we will know our position also in God. Satan cannot rob us. You will be able to wage good spiritual warfare because you know the truth of the word of God. And how do we know that? The Bible says in Luke chapter 4 that when Satan came along and tempted Jesus on those three occasions, Jesus Jesus defeated the devil with the word of God. He kept on quoting whenever Satan came in with a word of temptation, Jesus responds by saying, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Because if we look at the very first temptation, Satan came in and said, if you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. The Bible said, Jesus looked at him and said, 
I can do it. But you know what? I won't take instructions from you. And besides, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus quoted Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3, word for word. He had the word in him. So he spoke and that was enough to deal with the devil. The next temptation that Satan threw up up on Jesus, he also went on to ask him to do something. Jesus' response again was, it is written. The next time he said something, Jesus responded, it is written. In fact, to the extent that Satan also was, was led to actually use the word of God. And he said that, well, you have to jump because he will give his angels charge over thee, lest you dash your feet against a stone. And ladies and gentlemen, this is very interesting because Satan also quoted from Psalm 91 verse 11, word for word. Now, if Satan knows the word of God and even in the presence of Jesus, he could tempt Jesus by even trying to misquote scripture and to mishandle scripture to cause him to sin, then how about you, a child of God? You must know that the devil out there we are dealing with is also well-versed in the word of God. So you cannot win a spiritual battle against him when you are deficient of the word of God, when you are empty of the word of God. And that is why the Holy Spirit comes into the life of the believer. Jesus said, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. Now, let, let's finish that scripture. Let's finish that scripture in, in John 16. And, and, and we will look at something very interesting. He said, however, John 16, 13, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Not some truth, all truth. And Jesus is the word of God. We've established that in John 1, 1. And then also Jesus himself says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is that only truth. And that only truth is the word of God. All other things masquerading as truth is not the truth. Jesus is the truth. The word of God is the truth. And the spirit of God is also the spirit of truth. And when the spirit of truth comes into the life of the believer, he will guide you into all the truth, which is the word of God. He says, sanctify them, John 17, 17, sanctify them with thy truth, thy word is truth. So the word of God also is an equipment of sanctification for the believer. And that is why you cannot afford to live a Christian life without the word of God. Don't be happy taking your Bible to church only on Sunday and open to where pastor only mentions. You must have a daily Bible reading life. You cannot say you are filled with the spirit of God and you live for a whole week without reading the Bible, without knowing where Ruth is without knowing where Obadiah was, you don't know where Zechariah is, you need to understand that you cannot claim to believe the Bible if you have not read it cover to cover. But there is good news in the house today. There is good news because Jesus came. And because when Jesus came, when he ascended on high, he gave the Holy Spirit back to the church and you are saved, you are born again, you are entitled to the Holy Spirit. And when the Spirit of God comes into your life, I'm so glad for this because the Bible says he will guide me into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come so the spirit of God will open your eyes as you read the Bible and I want you to put this to practice wake up every morning open the Bible it's very important to start 
cover to cover. You can start from Genesis. Read every page. Be happy with the genealogies. Be happy with Leviticus and all the things that are written there. You may not understand it, but God also did not put it there for fun. There is a reason. And thank God for the Holy Spirit. He's so real in the life of the Christian. You cannot afford to have a wordless life. You cannot afford to be empty of the word of God. You cannot afford to be ignorant of what is written in the word of God. You cannot just limit yourself without studying the word of God. And you need the agency of the Holy Spirit to make your Christian life vibrant and and very relevant in your days. The Bible said in the book of Acts concerning a group of believers, they were in the place called Beriah. And the Bible said they were more noble Christians than the Christians who were in Thessalonica. For when they were taught the word of God, they went back home and searched the scriptures. I want you to know that your Christian life cannot move on when you don't have a personal word steady life. You must be able to read the Bible every day and thank God, God expects you to do so. He said that we must study to show ourselves approved unto God, wet men who don't need to be ashamed, but you need the agency of the Holy Spirit. You cannot do this on your own. You need the Spirit of God in your life. And this day, you must allow the Holy Spirit to work His work in you. Some of us have never released Him to actually lead us in the way of the truth. We have approached the Word of God with our own mindset and given all kinds of interpretations interpretations to it. Please, the altar of the word is around. And thank God, if you are born again, he is inside you. And when he's inside you, would you now ask him to guide you into all truth? For that is his job description. Don't make him redundant, child of God. Open up yourself. You, I know you are not happy that you have not been able to read the Bible cover to cover. Some of you set up from the beginning of the year and you have not been able to even finish Matthew. You haven't read two chapters of the scriptures. Please, that is not good for your Christian development. You are not a Christian in the context of God's word until you disciple yourself, submit yourself, discipline yourself, and start taking the word cover to cover. I came to encourage you today that you are well able to do this under the agency and influence of the Holy Spirit. And I came to let you know that you can call upon the Lord Jesus right now. You can call upon the Holy Spirit right now and you can ask him to actually lead you into all truth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Church, probably you may be listening to me at this moment and you may be saying that, Pastor, I want to really study the word. I've not been able to study it. You, you give, you realize that you come under so much attack. Let me say one thing to you. Satan is very much aware and he's wary of people who would take the word of God and practice it. And start taking the word cover to cover. I came to encourage you today that you are well able to do this under the agency and influence of the Holy Spirit. And I came to let you know that you can call upon the Lord Jesus right now. You can call upon the Holy Spirit right now and you can ask him to actually lead you into all truth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Church, probably you may be listening to me at this moment and you may be saying that, Pastor, I want to really study the word. I've not been able to study it. You, you, give, you realize that you come under so much attack. Let me say one thing to you. Satan is very much aware and he's wary of people who would take the word of God and practice it. And therefore to rob you of that position, he comes in to make you lose interest in the word. Anytime you take the Bible, you start yawning and feel like sleeping. But there is good news for you. The Holy Spirit is right here. And as we pray this moment, we pray that the Spirit of God will deliver you from anything that holds you from reading his word, from studying his word, and from practicing his word. It is the Holy Spirit that will aid you and guide you into all 
the truth of the word of God. Probably you are also listening to me and you are not saved. You don't know the Lord Jesus. But yes, you want to understand the word of God. Church, you can never understand the word of God until the Holy Spirit actually helps you to do so. Just like the Bible says in 1 John, no man can say Jesus Christ is Lord except by the influence of the Holy Spirit. We have seen people who have... I've got degrees in theology and they have studied the word of God, but they are not even born again. They are looking at the letter of the word. The Bible says that the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. And so I came to announce to you that just reading the Bible without the Holy Spirit is not enough. You need the Holy Spirit. And thank God that is one of the reasons why the spirit of God has come into your life. As a child of God, as a believer, so long as you are born again, you need the Holy Spirit. And when he comes into your life, he is not only coming in to let you speak in tongues, but he also comes in to move you. There's one more thing you need to do. You need to be obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because some of you, the Spirit of God will tell you, rise up, read the word, and you have an excuse. You have an excuse for not reading the word, but then you can read the metro, you can read the newspapers, you can read your novels, you have time for all other readings except the word of God. The reason is because Satan wants to rob you of what you need to have in the word of God. When you don't know what has been written in the word concerning your life, you have nothing to lay claim onto, but thank God for the Holy Spirit. He will guide you into all the truth of the word of God. And this is my message for you this day, that God by the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. I also want to pray for you. If you are not born again, you don't know the Lord Jesus. I want you to know that you can never understand the word of God until you have an encounter with the spirit of God. And before you can have an encounter with the spirit of God, you will need to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and personal savior. And that is what I want to guide you and lead you onto at this moment. If you are listening to me and you are not born again, I have good news for you. Jesus died for your sins. He wants you to have a relationship with him. He wants to love you and walk with you because he made you in his image after his likeness. He doesn't want you to get lost. He came to die for your sins. But you see, you cannot have the Holy Spirit until you have a relationship with Jesus. And this moment, I want you, wherever you are and you are listening to me, and you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to connect back to him. Probably also you have been saved for some time, but you have backslided. You have walked away from God. This is good opportunity for you to give your life to him, to rededicate your life to him. And I want to lead you into that area right now. I just want you to look at me and I want you to close your eyes at this moment with your hand lifted up. And I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again for my sins and that you washed me with your blood and that you rose again from the dead that I might be saved. I call you to come into my life as my Lord and Savior. And I believe with all my heart that I will serve you forever. I thank you for dying for me and for receiving me. Come into my life and change my life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you are also listening to me and you have been a believer but have not been able to read the Word of God, to study it on your own, I have an opportunity for you. I want to pray with you. Wherever you are, I just want you to stretch your hands towards the television right now. I believe in the power of God that will work through every medium. I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I commit everyone watching me into your hands. Lord, as they desire to read your word because you desire that we study your word and that we will be fully filled and we will be rich with all the word of God. I pray at this moment, my people, 
people of God and the people listening to me have not been able to study the word on their own. They have been distracted. They have been attacked. They have not been able to be led into the truth of your word. But this moment I pray for them that you deliver them from every limitation. You deliver them from every satanic attack. You deliver them from every things in them that hinder them from actually praying and studying the word. I pray they are released now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a joy coming your way with the word. I believe your life will never be the same after you have heard this broadcast. I thank you for watching and I ask you to look forward to the continuation of this series. Your life will never be the same. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Lord himself lift up his great countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. I look forward to hearing from you. You can write to me on the address on the screen or email us. And if you have any questions, let us know so that we can help you to be solid in your Christian world. God richly bless you. That was Reverend James Hanson Saki of Christ Chapel Ministries International. Thank you so much. If you've been blessed by this message, please visit our website and send us an email. And if you're interested in any of Reverend James's messages, you can also purchase them from our website, which is www.christchapel.org.uk. If you want to fellowship with us, you can. Visit our website for all our service times. May the Lord continue to fill you as you thirst and hunger after His Word. Christ Chapel Ministries, building lives and transforming destinies.